Hey, Flamely, we's back. Time to get into part two. Lisa Nicole out here um, pouring this hot ass coffee on people and, and scalding them up like those people say getting scalded with that hot drink. And we're going to go and hit and start back where we, um, where we end, as you call. If you have not, please go back and listen to part one of Saturday Shenanigans. And where we left off, um, she had exposed heavily for the fake set-up COVID test. So I don't know who in Atlanta needed to hear that. Those church people that were doing them COVID testing. I hope y'all wasn't charged because she goes into that too. So let's just get right back into it. And... Um, I hope y'all got that drink pole and you got that draw roll because I sure did. Let's ride. What do you think? No, I don't think it should be for television. Um, I'm also interested in whether or not she owned a lab. Was she collecting any money to do this testing? Okay. And I just want to give a shout out again to All About the Tea who did um, conduct this interview. So shout out to All About the Tea. I know they've been going through some things over there. I'm available. I jump on the panel every now and then. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get back into this. As you just heard the question posed, were these people charged? Was this a real lab? All right. Let's get it. That's COVID fraud. So here's the deal. And anybody can look this up. Medical physicians, there are some services that they cannot receive compensation on because there is an inherent conflict. One of those services outlined by um, Medicare is diagnostic testing. You can't do it, right? In order to do COVID testing, you have to have a CLIA and you have to have a lab. You had to be a high complexity lab to do COVID testing because it's not a simple test. It's PCR molecular testing. So we, by the way, have a CLIA, a high complexity CLIA, and we're CAP accredited, which is the highest accreditation a diagnostic laboratory can receive, right? So Heavenly and Damon, they were doing more of specimen collecting. So they would go out in the community, much like what I was doing when, spe- when the samples got delayed, they were collecting the specimens, and then they were sending it off to another lab. Now, whether or not that lab paid them or not, I don't know. But if they did pay them, that is against the law, and that would constitute a violation of the stock law, and there could be an anti, that goes against the anti-kickback laws, and there could be an issue there. I'm not saying they did, because I'm not in Heavenly's business, but what I know is that doctors cannot get paid on diagnostic testing. And even if a lab tries to disguise it and say you were doing consulting for me, if you received any compensation for being on TV and promoting those testing, it could be under investigation. Not COVID kickbacks. OMG. Well, the stock law. That's why physicians have to be very careful. They cannot receive compensation from laboratories for referring tests to laboratories. That is a violation of the law. People go to jail for that. And the reason they do it is because diagnostic tests have to be medically necessitated. So if a doctor is getting paid, he might order or she might order tests that are not medically necessary. So they have this law in place to keep that from happening. So doctors were not running COVID tests unless they owned a lab. But the promotion and the PR she put out was that she and Damon 
owned a fleet of vehicles that were going to be doing mobile COVID testing, right? Which is not true. As we start to get back to normal and everything that's precious to us, wet ones will be there. Strong enough to kill 99.99% of germs. Gentle enough for all wet ones. The trusted ones. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Let's get back into it. <laughs> they not paying me. I'm like, hold up, swole up. Uh, you know, to come out to our sites. Now, I do think that leveraging the platform if that yes, helps sir. more people get out there and get tested then that's a good thing but what i'm not gonna do is let her discredit me when i am a legitimate lab and i have been running testing since may and am still running tests and still doing other things in the community to serve underserved populations for instance we do vaccine mobile clinics all over Atlanta. Every day my office, my clinic is out there doing mobile uh, vaccination clinics, right? Because truly my husband and I are very passionate about making a difference in the community. But that's all not- All right, hold up y'all. Sure. Lisa, y'all know she got to be throwing it in there because they always give her the hate. That, um, and not just for cameras, but truly to help the people in need. God bless you and your husband for doing that. Now, I want to move on and talk about some stuff that has been floating around, uh, things that we hear in the streets of Atlanta. Now, wait till y'all hear what's coming next. This other, that's that's why I had to say this one. Dr. Hemley is some serious shenanigans, and I'm very upset and very disgusted because she is from Dade County, y'all. I think she, I don't know if she's from the Poker Bees Overtime somewhere, but I know she claimed Miami. But listen to this next thing and y'all know people who do this but we're gonna be discussing all of this at the um conclusion of the interview but let's go attached to heavenly's name um allegedly her name has come up in a discussion about medicaid fraud and i know she has stated numerous times on her own platform she doesn't accept insurance and that would include medicaid what can you tell us about that lisa nicole <laughs> um Allegedly, there is word on the street that there was some issue with uh, a fraud investigation. The word, the very word she likes to throw out about me, uh, there was a fraud investigation in regards to some of the services that she was providing. And allegedly, she was not able to ex continue to keep a Medicaid contract. But I don't know if it's true. But all I know is that every one of my castmates have have told me about this. And if you run, you know, uh, lawsuits that are outstanding, there's a whole lot of lawsuits under Heavenly Crimes. That's public record. Um, and that it, it might well be. I know she does brag and boast about how she doesn't take Medicaid and how she don't want to service, you know, a poorer population. She only deal with people with money. I mean... I think that's all ridiculous for any practitioner who, sorry about that, who took a Hippocratic oath to do good for patients for them to be like that, you know. Um, but what Heavenly likes to do is she likes to give a bunch of celebrities free service. You know, there's a whole lot of celebrities that have new teeth now at the courtesy of Heavenly Cons, put it out there on social media 
that she does all this great work to get other people to come to her and pay. But hey, if you're smart, you will do your own research where you can go to see the rating of any physician is a site called healthgrades.com. I'm repeat that healthgrades.com. And did y'all hear that? I had to stop the interview right there. Did you hear what she said? Have I not said on this on this freaking platform? Have we not discussed this flamely about how they come out and they give these celebrities everything for free? They become their their little mannequins, per se, their live mannequins, their little models, and then they charge us arm, two legs, rent, mortgage, car, no insurance, the uh, ass, booty, and car. Okay, charge all of that to us. Now, those who out there in Atlanta, y'all balling all that or whoever, and y'all trying to call again with Dr. Heavenly, I hope you are listening. Even though this is all allegedly, I have to say that, but, and, and she's saying it as well, but we know allegedly ain't always allegedly. You feel me? Did y'all hear what she said? She don't deal with broke people and all of this. So you, oh, I went down to hell and I dropped 10 bands, 10 stacks on, on some teeth and all this. That's your dumb ass. Because she out here giving little millionaires free work. But she don't want to do real work in the community. These are the things we're going to talk about. We are going to be holding people accountable because, yes, we're going to be getting on the Monique Bonnet thing, too. Yes, I have to I have to get on that, too. I know it's been talked about, but it ain't talked about by me. But let's get back in this with Lisa Nicole because there is more to go. Huh? Listen close. Healthgrades.com. This is a site that patients can go to to report their experience with a particular practitioner. And if they're getting great service, they give the practitioner five stars. If they're having any problems, they rate the practitioner. And if you go to Healthgrades, there's all kinds of shit. She's only got like a one and a half star rating on health grades and the crap that people are saying, you know, real people don't make up stuff for television. Despite what you might want to paint the picture to be, real people tell you what their real experiences are. That's true. That's absolutely right. Wow. Now, I also heard another rumor about something involving Neiman Marcus wearing clothes and returning them sweaty and soiled. And having, she got banned apparently, allegedly from Neiman Marcus because she was doing it excessively. Have you heard anything in the streets about that? Baby, did you hear it? Yes, I had to pause again. I was like, I'm like damn, come on, keep me just let. I had to pause it again. Did you hear that? So those of you who are here and you trying to live your best life and you go and get that little outfit and you done paid a couple of stacks and you know them couple of stacks are supposed to pay your mortgage and pay that baby daycare so you take that shit back and get your money back after you have to have a whole big argument. This whole been doing this on the regular so bad and bringing it back sweating and funky. Y'all already know back in the day, grandma would never tell you, y'all let that shit air out. You got to hang it up on the hanger, air out. Don't be wearing no strong ass perfume. Let it air out a couple of days. And then you take that shit back. Damn, Heavenly. You from the hood. You from day. I know you know that. You ain't a ghetto girl. You a hood rat. You the other one. But let's let's let it continue. We'll be talking after this. Let's sip and stir. Are you sipping and stirring? I got to check with y'all. My eyes melting. I'm, I'm stirring. I don't know if y'all hear it. 
Oh, there it go, there it go. I got a little last little piece of nigga. That that yak boy, yakety yak, talk back, you dig? <laughs> All right, let's move. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it doesn't seem surprising to me because was this recent? This I heard. I think I heard it a year and a half ago, two years maybe. I would say maximum. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. When Heavenly first got on the show, her she needed some help in the clothing and fashion department. I mean, she didn't have a stylist. She didn't know much about designer. You know, she had plenty of Louis Vuitton stuff that she was carrying. That's just how naive she was about designer. She would show up at events with her Louis Vuitton luggage with the little plastic thing over the handle. The, you know, when you buy from Canal Street, they forget to take the plastic yeah. off. She would literally show up with the plastic still on the handle, talking about her Louis Vuitton luggage. And anybody who you who knows designer knows that is not what Louis Vuitton comes like when you get it. You know, let's take Louis Vuitton off. So, the, oh my goodness! So, um, so anyways, she. Um, I don't know what I will say because I'm not going to just hate a hundred percent on the girl. She has stepped up her fashion game this season. She's looking better than she's ever looked before. You know, Jeremy, no Instagram. Jeremy is doing an amazing job. Her makeup artist. I think her name is Ariel. Um, she does heavenly and she does Simone and she's not heavenly looks good. You know, and the people are saying it. I agree. She looks good, but no matter how you look on the outside, if you got a nasty, vile, inside spirit. All the serums out there. Okay. Listen, y'all. Gotta cut out the ass they're not paying us. <laughs> All right, let's go. Heavenly, I think that she is toxic. I think she's obnoxious. I think she's a loud talking bully. And when I came back this season, the one thing I told myself I refused to do was take her shit. When I left the show, I kind of had the philosophy that I was going to try and always take the high road. I was not going to like roll in the gutter, you know, with the pigs because that's just not who I was. But when I looked at it after I left, what that made you look like is weak when you didn't stand up for yourself. And many of my fans that were reaching out to me, would always say, you need to come back to Married to Medicine. We miss you on Married to Medicine. And if you go back to Married to Medicine, don't let them girls bully you. That's mm -hmm. what they said. So when I came back this season, I was just like, you know what? I'm not taking any shit from anybody. The last reunion I was at, I told my husband I wasn't taking his shit. And I told those ladies I wasn't taking any more shit from them. And that's how I, that's how I felt. Stand up for yourself. I agree with that. Um, on Heavenly's channel, she referred to you as kind of black, which I find very offensive and insulting. What's your response to that? Ignorant, right? Because black people come in all shades. We come with all grades of hair. We come with all different types of look. One 
person doesn't look more black than another. My mother is African-American. My father is from the West Indies, which by the way, West Indian people are black people. So the comments that she makes around me not being fully black or trying to insinuate that I'm not black, and we're going we're gonna to stop there, too, because I want to discuss those shenanigans. I'm getting tired of colorism amongst us. I'm getting sick and tired of those shenanigans. I'm getting sick and tired of those shenanigans. And it's always the ones who have such bad self-esteem, such bad self-awareness that's doing it. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. And just for the record, I'm like, huh, listen. Haitian, Dominican, Jamaican, Puerto Rican. Yeah, all y'all ass black. All y'all ass black. Just know. That's great. You got dropped, you know, your people got dropped off on the port of Haiti. Yours got dropped off in the port of um, Puerto Rico. And yours got dropped in the port of Jamaica. And yours got dropped. You black. They all got dropped from Africa. Okay, so that's one thing she said. But I want to see if I can find the, the last little piece when she was talking about Heavenly, the last little part that she exposed. Did y'all know that Heavenly actually was supposed to be a part of the original cast? And um, they did not have her on the show because they said that she did not. She was too ugly and she was too fat and that she was not good for TV. I can't make this shit up. Sip and stir, please. Sip and stir. If y'all don't understand... Why I'm going to go in for Monique for the same reason. Because what Monique is trying to tell, was trying to tell people back with the Netflix thing, what she tried to tell with the Bonnet thing now, is basically the same thing. They watching. Be fresh as hell. Be fresh as hell when the feds is watching. But I'm going to see if I can find that part. So we're going to take a pause here and I will be returning. Okay, we're going to continue now. We're going to talk about the Oprah event. If y'all remember back um, a couple of seasons ago with Married to Medicine when Lisa Nicole was on there and they went to the event and Heavy made a big issue and said they were supposed to be partners and then she cheated her with the contract. Apparently that was fake too. So let's get into that. She told a story about uh, how you and her went to an Oprah event. She said that you lied and said that uh, they had tickets to go backstage to take pictures with Oprah, but you didn't. Can you clarify that? Okay, so let's really talk about that, right? So back then, Heavenly and I were forging a real friendship. So there was some insurance company that offered Heavenly tickets in a box. So Heavenly called me and invited me to come to that event. So out of courtesy, I said, okay. So I came and I went to the box. I didn't really know where her tickets were. I already had tickets to Oprah's event. I was actually a VIP at Oprah's event, but I was honored that Heavenly invited me. I wanted to be polite, so we went to the box. And that's some craziness that she would lie like that. But anyway, so while we were in the box, I say, Heavenly, I'm going to go to my seat because my seat was on the front row, right? It was a VIP seat. And I said, if you want, maybe you can try to go with me since I have a ticket. They probably aren't going to ask you for a ticket. And, you know, let's see if you can sit on the front row with me. 
So that's what she did. She went, we walked down to the main floor. There were a whole lot of people that saw us and could attest. There were, I, we saw Tamika Rain in there. There were a lot of people that went to that Oprah event. And we were sitting front and center on the front row. Well, as a VIP, after the event, you actually were invited to go to Oprah's private um, reception. Okay. So let's see if you can, if we can get you in. I'm VIP. I can say that you're my guest, etc. So that's what we did. And sure enough, we were able to get Heavenly into the VIP private reception. That is where Heavenly took her one and only picture that she's ever taken with Oprah that she brags about. And Heavenly, it can say what she wants, but she knows the truth. I know the truth. And it is what it is, you know. It is what it is. Unfortunately, she's insecure, so she doesn't want to acknowledge and give people uh, credit. But the other truth is, Heavenly, um, Heavenly is an opportunist. So when she and I were forging a relationship, I genuinely thought that we were becoming friends. I was naive, okay, to say the least. And so as we were forging those friendships, I invited Heavenly into my inner circle. So I started introducing her to very, very successful, phenomenal women. One of the women that I introduced her to was Jewel Tanker. You notice that um, Heavenly started saying that Jewel was like her spiritual mentor and she like, you know, brought her to be yeah. like, you know, cause she wanted to portray like she was on this spiritual journey, which everybody knows was bullshit. You know, you don't, you don't say God in one sentence and MF in the next sentence. You know, that was just bogus. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, it's just ridiculous. So, um, but you know, that was a storyline she wanted to make to kind of justify all her nastiness and the things that she said and does to people. So it is what it is. I introduced her to a lot of people. And when we did that event together, let me tell you how low down dirty bitch she is, right? So we were doing that event. Heavenly says to me, you know, the producers want some drama, right? You know, they want some drama. That's the only way this event is going to get shown. Heavenly and I were very, ex I, well, let me say, I, I was very excited to do this marriage conference. Why? Because obviously everybody knows it's no secret. My marriage was going through some challenges. And not only did I want to host it, but I wanted to be empowered and inspired by people who were experts in relationships and experts in spirituality that could help couples grow stronger together. So to me, this wasn't about a television show. This was a real conference. This was a marriage ministry to help save marriages because the enemy loves to destroy marriages. So we were going to do this event. We had real sponsors, everything. They were just filming it. And so she said, hey, the producers want some drama. And I was like, heavenly, we cannot do, we can do drama, but we can't do crazy drama because these are real sponsors that are paying to be a part of this event. And we have real lives that we're trying to impact. You know, marriage is nothing to play with. That is a spiritual covenant. 
you know? So I was like, I'm not interested in making this part of some drama storyline. She was like, okay, no problem, we're not gonna do it. She told me on so many occasions that wasn't gonna happen, we're gonna do a real of it. At the, like, I think it was maybe like a week before the conference, all of a sudden, Heavenly starts talking about how, you know, she didn't get a copy of the contract and that I was not, something about the partnership and that I said that she was a partner. I invited Heavenly to do an event together. Does that make us business partners? Does that no. work no. for my company because I own, we do an event together? No, absolutely not. I come up with a concept before a television show and I develop all the content. Am I entitled to copyright and protect my intellectual property? I would say yes, absolutely. All of a sudden, because I had copyrighted or I had trademarked, not copyright, I had trademarked the brand prior to even inviting her to do this conference. I had trademarked my brand because I'm, that was, it wasn't just for television. This was a real brand that I wanted to tour around just like I did win for the Women's Empowerment Network, I really felt like this could be a ministry to help couples. I know that it helped me. And had it not been for people to speak life into me, to pour into me, it had it not been for older women sitting me down and giving me some wisdom, I couldn't have gotten through it. So I wanted this to be that kind of event that could really touch and impact lives. Mm -hmm. But here's what you have with Heavenly. She'll do anything to please those producers. She so desperately wanted to be on the show. A lot of people don't really know the backstory, but. Here we go. And here we go. Now she's going to get into the backstory of how Heavenly even got on the show. Y'all still drinking? I hope y'all still sipping. My ice done melted. I'm stirring it though. I'm still stirring it. But if my ice done melted, baby, I'm just sipping right now. I ain't even stirring. I'm just sipping. I, I hope y'all sipping too. Let's get it. Hey, let me just put it out there and tell you how it really came to be. Heavenly Times was part of the original group of women that Mariah Huck put together for Married to Medicine. That's correct. Yes. Okay. When Heavenly auditioned the first season, even though she denies this to the nth degree, you don't have to take my word. You can ask any person on the cast. You can ask Mariah. The producer said no because she was too big and that they didn't feel like she was attractive enough to be on television. Did y'all hear it? Did y'all hear it? Did y'all hear it? Let's go. So, they told her no that first season. You see Heavenly the first season because she showed up at the party when Toya and um, Mariah got into the fight. She was right there in the background, her and Dr. Dennis. She wanted to be on this show so bad. So, after that season, she went and she got all those surgeries. You know, the stuff that Quad called her out for on social media. She went and got all those surgeries so that she could lose weight so that maybe she could fit the image that they were looking for for the show. So on the second uh, season, they gave her an opportunity to interview again. She was looking much better. She had lost a lot of weight and they cast her on the show, but they cast her as the antagonist. 
And as you know, in reality TV, there's a formula. Everybody, you know, there's a formula for reality TV that works. And you got to have the antagonist, the messy wit bitch that's going to like always stir the pot. So that's what Heavenly was. And if you remember her very first episode, she came out the gate going in on Jackie, going in on Simone. That was the role that they cast her for. And she has continued to be that role on the show. And as long as I know Heavenly, she wants that check so bad. It's like this has really boosted her confidence. Um, and so she'll do whatever those producers want her to do. She'll say whatever's true or false. She lies about people. She disrespects people's families. Hence why Simone and her got in a big fight one season. Um, she talks about people's husbands. She talks about mine. She's talking about Toya. She's talking about Simone. She's talking about Mariah's. She talks about everybody's husband. But yet, don't you say anything about daddy. She'll go batshit on you, right? So, you know. Yes, we've seen it. <laughs> so after that, uh, she um, got on the show and she has continued to be that person on the show that will just do whatever. Wow. And there's a lot of stuff out there. You know, Mariah talked about how she had the receipts. Do I need to bring the receipts? That was some real shit she had. But uh, uh, Daddy Keaton. He had real receipts. There is real rumors out there about Heavenly's husband. Okay. But, and I don't know if they're true, but they're out there. They're out, just like there's rumors out there about everybody. You know, there were rumors out there. Mariah had some receipts, but out of respect, because in reality TV, amongst the talent, we always try to respect our husbands, because the husbands on Married to Medicine, they don't get paid to be on that show. Okay? Only the wives get paid. Did you hear that? The husbands, even though they own there, they have to be on there. They have to show face. They have to have a conversation with them. If they have a so a so called party scene, they have to go to the party. Only if with them being doctors, if they're like on call or something, or if they're um at the hospital or whatever, they or naturally they can't make them not go to the hospital. But for the most part, did you hear that? They don't pay the hub. That's why I say how many y'all. We the shenanigans of all of this shit is that reality TV. Ain't real. Heavenly is Helenly. That's what we gonna call her from now on. I always knew she was Dr. Helvenly. Not Heavenly. Helvenly. Because she's full of hell. Full of fakeness. Hook mouth ass. When she got on there with the little hook mouth and, and all of this shit, I was like, what is this? Is she married to medicine? Is she is the medicine? She, she was Dr. And, and Damien. And yes, there's been rumors out there for years since the show started about her husband. But you better not say that about Damien. Don't say that about my husband. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Don't do that. She pop out. She pop out of the little character then. But as much as she had to say about everybody on the show, did you hear that? But yes, baby. There was some shenanigans there. There was some shenanigans, Flamely. Not the heavenly round here. Faking the fault. Fraud in the crew. I done told y'all about these reality shows. They ain't real. 
Look at Michael Blackson. Michael Blackson and Miss Rada. On couples, on couples retreat. They just said they was they were pregnant. They having a baby. Next thing you know, she on Instagram, just what? A couple of days ago or a week ago, week ago, talking about um, you know, though she loves him, she always loved him in her. She, you know, he has something wrong with him inside that only he can fix. And um, her and her side beaches is gone and have fun on the Gold Coast and all this. I'm like, well, where? Well, what about the baby though? He ain't posted nothing. She posted that he ain't never respond. But it's a shenanigans. It's a shenanigans. Yes, we watch it. We we realize it's for entertainment purposes, but damn, you gotta play all the time. That's how it's getting now. You gotta play all the time. Y'all just outright lie. And baby, what about the damn Neiman Marcus though? The Neiman Marcus yak. Pull that back. Throw that back. Y'all should do a shot back on that. That has been rumors for years that she was returning clothes. I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I want to really buy that with, with Heavenly. I kind of can see it. But I, I kind of can see it on the low. That she'll do it. She'll be talking all that junk. And she'll go in and, and swing around. In, but I will hope not. But that's what these streets is saying. Heavenly get it together. And you got a 1.5 rating. On a health website that's supposed to rate physicians, y'all better watch who y'all letting in y'all mouthpiece. You see Doja around here, Black Cat, Doja Cat, or whatever her hell name is, talking about she went about a fly toothbrush and then went to Disney, found out she got gingivitis. And then so she says a lot of bad bitches with gingivitis. So I guess, you know, make sure y'all making y'all little trips, uh, regular trips to the dentist. Especially those who, you know what I mean, make it rain in your mouth, you know, around here with the throat babies and all that. Make sure you, you, you're going to get your throat right shot. <laughs> Stir it up. Stir it up and sip. Now, listen, I wanted to get into some um, vanilla ice. Huh? We don't get into some, some vanilla yet tonight. Because I, I, I saw this and I was like, I can't believe, you know, they, they got bitch asses too. What, you know, you know, our, our vanilla brothers, they, they, they got bitch asses in them too. And they got the ones that be doing the most as, as the, the cheering say. But, um, no, seriously, I saw this story and I'm like, wow, I can't believe this. So. A couple of days ago, I see a story about Jay Cutler is um, demanding half of his wife's business in divorce settlement. So I'm like, wait a minute. Did I read that right? Jay Cutler, the quarterback, the retired quarterback, is going to sue his wife in divorce court. Christy Cavallari, who ain't really did shit since the heels back on MTV back in the day, and now it's done rebooted. Make you think. Hold hold that thought. Now you want half Eddie? Like, ain't that some bitch? That, that, that reminded me of when Nick was like, no, nah, I want one of the dogs. I want the house on the West Coast. Oh, I like money and all this kind of he was doing, he was doing the most. <laughs> 
I remember that when him and Mariah first had filed for divorce. I don't know if maybe what it is I'm thinking is, you know, men hurt too, y'all. Ladies, and this this is some shenanigans, but they talk about us, but they get emotional and they get hurt too. And they do shit to strike back at us too. Like fuck, fuck your best friend, your sister, or um take back the car. Shout out Quavo, allegedly. Take back everything. Floyd Mayweather, allegedly. <laughs> Okay, a lot of them do that, but this was the story. It was like, okay, Cavalier, they split in um April of um 2020. So, like I told y'all, y'all know what we've been saying on this on this podcast since the beginning. 2020 was perfect vision, and 2021 is what class exposure. Very good. It's it's, it's complete exposure. It's complete exposure. In 2020, in 2020, what it was perfect vision of, you can see, I really ain't like your ass anyway. Those are couples that broke up. The ones that said, you know what I realized? I never liked your ass. I never loved your ass. I, 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 everything you do, you scratch your ass all the time when you walk in the kitchen. You wear one sock around the house. You brush your teeth every other day, not every day. Or you lay on the right side of the bed and make it hot when you know that's my side of the bed. Like, all of that was, all of that was revealed during COVID and during lockdown, during quarantine. Okay? So, anyway, I'm reading the story and they was talking about how the, the split was going to be amicable and all this, but then all of a sudden it hit a roadblock because Cutler came in demanding half of Cavallari's company. And the guy said, hmm, uncommon. Unsurprisingly, Cavallari unwilling to give in to his demand. So here y'all go, per TMZ, Cutler's insisting he should get a stake in you and UI because Kristen launched it while they were married. That's um that's a bold claim. Because I know for a fact, and I'm sorry ladies but this is, I know we're sipping the stern shenanigans tonight, okay? This this the late night burgers, the nightcap, this the pre-club, all that. But I have to say, if it was the female, if it was you, and y'all got into the, the, the business, you know, you was an actress and he was a quarterback and y'all retired and then a business got started, would you feel like he, that you deserve part of that business if y'all decided to divorce. Hit me on Anchor. Hit me on Twitter. As a matter of fact. Hit me on Twitter. And put hashtag. Cutler. C-U-T-L-E-R. What would you do? Okay. So. He said. Um. Not everything your significant other accomplishes while married should be evenly split, especially if that achievement is a company. Cavallari claims that Cutler didn't put any of his own monies into it. So it's very uncommon that he would even ask about money from a startup. And this is what they're um, saying on TMZ. So I just want to put that out there. If his name is on it, 
Because I, I think Cutler was some damn shenanigans. Because the girl said he didn't put no money in it. If he ain't put no money in it, she ain't put his name on it. Because you have a lot of people out here like Janet Jackson got fluffed up like that when she was with um Elizondo with his bummy ass. Allegedly. No, it's not. It's real reality. He was trying to get half of every damn thing um, Janet got because she was putting his name on. Oh, Elizondo, I'll let you be on this one as the executive producer. That's the same shit Nikki got caught up in. With, with coconut oil, man. With a dummy. That's the same thing. She putting his name. Oh, SP, SP. He the hype man, Nikki. He the hype man. And he the one that you ride out and get your frustration out of at the end of the show when you done had a long night. Yeah, y'all came up together in the game and all of that. But at the end of the day, if he ain't shooting with you in the gym. He don't get to fucking put his hands in. And ladies, I'm sorry. It go for y'all too. That's why you got to make sure that when you are married, it's just what it says it is. It's a union. You are one. But the problem is the shenanigans of the whole thing is that everybody is married but separate. You can't be married and separate. It does not exist. It's an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron. And look at this shit happening. I said, not the vanilla brother. I got to put your ass out there. You got to get fluffed up. You got to get sent and stirred, Mr. Cutler. Mr. Retire. I got my NFL pension as Jay Cutler. Really? The fellas know him. He was a, he was a high quarterback. Y'all know him. Y'all, you know. He was he was he was all right. He was he was good. He was he was there. His name was you know in the mix. Christy Cavallari, you back on in up in the hills. Remember what Travis said. <laughs> About up the hills that at now parties, okay? I'm just saying. Is is but you right on cue. You right on cue, little mama. Get your coins. Get your coin. But I had to talk about that. Now, I also want to talk about the Monique thing. And I'm going to touch briefly on it. Because I know everybody done talked on it, but they ain't talked on it like Kiwi305. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, y'all. Like, share, and subscribe to Spotify, Amazon Music, Anchor, Google Podcasts. I'm going to say it again, Google Podcasts, because I'm trying to, to get that up. Um, check them out. You'll, you'll like your, it's very easy, very simple. You'll see the button up there, click it and subscribe. Just like with Amazon Music. Amazon Music right now has a thing where they're giving you three months free subscription where you got nonstop streaming and you can listen to Hoppy Johns there as well. So go on Amazon Music, go and get your little three month free subscription and hit that button to follow me and get like me, love me, please subscribe so that you will be notified. As soon as I upload a brand new episode, we have a lot of great things coming forward and I'm loving it. Y'all know I'm feeling myself. I'm on the thing and I'm feeling myself. We sipping and stirring and 
Um, yeah, so make sure you do that. Make sure you also follow me on Instagram, Hot D Johns, H O T D J O H N S, and also on Twitter, H O T D J O H N S. If you have any inside scoops, any releases that you want to come on the podcast to discuss, any um exclusive coffee or yak, because that yak be stronger than that coffee. Then hit me up at hotdjohns at gmail.com at the email. H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S at gmail.com. All right. Let's get with this little Monique thing real quick about the bonnet. Yes, I'm going to put my little 20,000 cent in. I have to do it. Hell, everybody done did it. It's my turn. It's my turn. Okay, so. All right, listen. I'm going to need y'all to leave Monique alone. I'm going to need y'all to leave her alone. I was going to play her response um, because I did locate when she, she posted her live and I did have a record. I was going to play it. Um, but y'all know, basically know what she said. You know, she's saying we're queens. She's saying, you know, I, I'm bad at all of y'all out there that gave her a hard time. That's where I'm at at. Because those are some real shenanigans. You know good and well all of us in the black community was raised to not go outside with a scarf on your head because that's what you was wearing at the time. Scarf or a bonnet. It depends on the hairstyle. You know your grandma, your great grandma told your grandma, your grandma told your mama, your mama told you, you told, you know this. When I was growing up, I never get my mom said, oh, it's not like I hear the mailman out there. I said, oh, mom, I go get in the mail because I was expecting something. I had to order me something, so I'm expecting something anyway. I get ready to go out there. She said, y'all, where you going? I said, I'm going to get She said, no, you ain't. She said, you got rollers in your head. You got you got um you got the scar phone. What where, where you going? You ain't even at my house like that. And that was real life. I'm like, dang, I I'm, I got them in mind because I'm getting ready, got the little hairdo or whatever. But I ain't going outside. And this is a little girl. I had to literally go. I mean, I had I had clothes on because when you got your ass up in the morning and shower and clean up, you put on day clothes, not day clothes like mine and day clothes. No, no, not that day. The D A Y, not the D E Y. Yes, you had day clothes. Yeah, our ghetto ass was bougie like that. All of us, all in the black community, you all know this. You put on your day clothes. When you went outside, you put on your outside shoes. You better not walk outside in no slippers because they was what? Say it with me, class. House shoes. Okay. So when you walked outside, you had on some outside shoes, so slides. That's where the slides came from. That's what you did. You that's all you could do with them shit. Slide. Slide your ass down the sidewalk or somewhere like that. Where no way for you to wear them other than around in your immediate area. If you was going out to play, you put on your sneakers. 
your tennis shoes. You had church shoes. You had special event clothes. You had church clothes. Yes, the church clothes and dress clothes are two different things. Yes. The hood. Don't you love it? Y'all didn't realize we we set we set this shit. <laughs> but seriously. So that's what she was going with that. We all know, we ladies know, you want to protect your hairdo or whatever. You're going to be on a plane. You're going to be on a long flight. I don't really don't like to fly, but I feel you when I do fly, did fly. Because I say did because I ain't flying in a minute. So we'll, we'll see if it happens again. But I feel you on that. You will probably be asleep or whatever. So you just keep your little bonnet on. Protect your, you got on your pajamas, a long flight. You got your pillow. I feel you on that. But you can do that on like a bus. Or whatever. I feel you on that too. But what she's saying is. The same thing that we were raised and told. That's all. She reiterating the training. Because. You got to be fresh as hell when the fans watching. You got to remember what we. What our forefathers and our. The people for us and our ancestors went through. For us to be out here to say, fuck it. You feel me? So, that's all I got to say about that. Y'all leave Monique alone. The shenanigans of all y'all ass out here messing with Auntie Monique for saying the shit that everybody know they was told since a little girl and boy. Cut it out. You still do it right now. You still got a pair of shoes, dudes. Well, if it is any more dudes that wash their own car, Periodically, you wash your own car, but most of the time, y'all y'all go take somebody else to wash. But those that's coming up, the little baby G's talking to y'all. I know y'all washing y'all shit, <laughs> but if you are, you got the shoes that you wear to wash your cars in. You got the shoes that you wear to go play ball. You got the shoes, and and, and this is to be close to to be coordinated, just so y'all know. All of it. That's what we do. So just take the damn bonnet off. Just like she said. Hell, if you want to have a clear net on like you asked the cafeteria lady, do that. That's even that's that's better. At least it's not really a bonnet. And she did clear up, because I know a lot of y'all talk that little yin yang about the African. She was not talking about the African um covering, because yes, that is like a bonnet type um hair covering that they do wear, but that is what our African sisters do because that is the culture. Y'all that ain't y'all damn culture. Y'all culture ain't to wear no damn bonnet. Okay? And their bonnet is a sacred African hair covering. So cut it out. There's no comparison with the two. Okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well y'all, I hope y'all had a good time tonight because I sure that fluff did. Um, lastly, I just want to do one more little small shenanigan before we get on out of here on this great Saturday night. Shout out to Cali. Shout out to Suleiman and Denicia and all my Cali Dallas. I know it's about 920 there and it's 1220 here. 
Um, so for all of my East Coasters and my Southerners, thank you for riding with me because after 12, so y'all should be ready right now to go to the club and really turn up if y'all, you know, outside. Um, you shouldn't really be outside right now, but you know, everybody outside, especially since Memorial Day. Um, which brings me to this last shenanigan. There was a Memorial Day celebration taking place, a dedication, and the gentleman was up there to discuss the origins, and listen to me good, the origins of Memorial Day. And when he started discussing the origins of Memorial Day, they cut the mic off. And I'm going to see if I can find it for you before we um, head out tonight. And if I can't find it back, then we'll definitely um, cover it on Monday. But I just want to tell my niggas out here tonight that the shenanigans is real about us. I want you to understand the master plan. The master plan is we win in the end. You did? Now, I can't find it right now, but we definitely going to go over it. Maybe we'll do it um, when cash come on. But the shenanigans of the thing is the holiday started at the end of that war when the black slaves were carrying the flowers down to the grave and then they would sing and they would pray and they would have a dedication. And when the, when the officer got to that part, when the capital, the general or whatever got to that part, they cut the mic off. And when he kept pointing to the mic and when he kept talking to the crowd, they wouldn't turn the mic back on. And when they were questioned about it, the freaking Karen said that what they were doing there was honoring the veterans and the, the, the moment, the, the, um, existence of Memorial Day. They were not there for that. Sip and stir on that. Hmm. You would not be there if it was not for this. And that's us. You did. So I want you to understand who you are. I want you to understand who you are. We the shit. We set the trends. That ain't no shenanigan. That's the damn gag. That's the gag. <laughs> And all of my, my, my vanilla friends, my, um, I love y'all, my Caucasian friends. Let me not say real because I don't want nobody to start no foolishness over here. But all my Caucasian friends, y'all know I love y'all. Stop playing. Okay. But anyway, yo, I hope y'all had a good time. I hope you're ready. If those of you, like I said, who are going outside, if you know, we'll be talking about vaccines next week. So we'll see. For those of you vaccinated or whatever, still be careful. Wear your mask. Be safe. And uh, I know I have not in a long time left with um, a saying or a mantra. But I feel like doing that tonight. I don't feel it myself. I'm, this is my first um, Saturday shenanigans since I've, I was under the weather and everything. And it's just been real cool, exposing heavenly ass and all of the shenanigans. So, but seriously, I want to leave with a saying, 
Once again, I want to thank those new listeners who um, joined us tonight on Saturday Shenanigans. Please come back for us when we sip and stir um, the shenanigans of trending topics and a celeb gossip. Uh, and it's a lot of other things we're going to be discussing over here, community initiatives and everything. So make sure you listen, share, and subscribe, okay, for all my new flamely. And my my day ones, love y'all. Shout out to Cassia. Shout out to Nina J. Shout out to um, the Ray, 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 Ray. Um, shout out to um, Nini. Shout out to T. Shout out to Lou. Shout out to Suleiman again. And Denicia, shout out to Biggie. Okay, shout out to Culture Beyond for your little skincare. Shout out to KCL um, Goods LLC. Shout out to Blessings um, Lifestyle on also for that snacks for the summer. Um, over here getting nice and, and, and sexy to get ready for y'all for this summertime. Okay, but my saying for tonight before we leave up out of here is very simple. Make sure. You study your competition. That's your homework. Did you catch it? Was I talking too fast or you listening too slow? Always study your competition. Because that's your homework. All right? <laughs> yeah. So this has been the Hot D. Johns experience. I'm your girl, Hot D. Johns, a.k.a. Kiwi305. And it's been a pleasure. No other. Okay, can measure. <laughs> and um, I'm going to see if I can get us out of here with some funk. See if I can get us out of here. Cause we are, uh, we going crazy over here. We got a lot of things coming up. Make sure you follow your girl. Don't forget on Instagram, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S and on Twitter, H-O-T-D-J-O-H-N-S. Don't forget to put that hashtag Cutler, C-U-T-L-E-R or hashtag J. What would you do? Do he deserve half of the money from a business because his wife started the business during the marriage? What y'all think? All right. So don't forget. Love y'all. Don't forget. Put God first. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. It's your girl, Kiwi305, a.k.a. Hot D. Johns. It's the Hot D. Johns experience. I love experience with you. Peace, and we out. Another one. Another one. Oh, oh.